This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A two-way superstar playing 17 seasons for the Phillies, Cardinals, Reds, and Blue Jays. Today, Scott Rowland becomes a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. This is Dirt and Sprague. you got to go through some lean years to do, to do that. You know, they were able to get Burrow one, and I don't remember where Chase was drafted, but it was pretty high. Like, And those guys are on their rookie deals. We're paying Stefan Diggs a pretty hefty number. We're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number. So there is the constraints of the cap. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Five-point deficit Sunday. James with a steal. James on the breakaway. Dirt and Spray on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray on Portland Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Hump day. Happy Hump Day to everybody out there. How we doing? What is happening? doing great man are you i'm doing great i'm always great i'm doing great it's wednesday hmm. the sun was shining yesterday the weather's been beautiful lately yes after a rough period of bad rain it's been gorgeous outside and then we get snow next week and now we get snow next week yeah. i could deal really? with a little bit of snow i can handle a little snow i'll be all right i i told you i can't i you can't got, get into work if it snows move fine your toyota camry's good my camry yeah throw some uh throw some chains on that bitch you'll be fine i'm not doing chains <laughs> i i'm gonna get chains, those tire right. socks they got tire socks yeah no. put a sock on your tire no, no I, what's a tire I, sock what does that do it sounds like a condom it does yeah is it just slide over and it's supposed to be like yeah, a chain? Yeah, it's like a little blanket, but it's got somehow little grippy things on it or whatever that will get you around in the in the snow. I have no interest in buying that. I kind of want to Google that now. I've never yeah, heard of a tire sock tire before. Socks. Is the company going to reimburse me if I purchase that? I mean, they should if you take if that's what it takes to get into work. Because I won't come into work. You know, like when you used to be in school and you'd get those uh, like elastic covers for your. For your textbooks, you ever see that? I never did them, but some people did. Yeah, you put I, like a like I, a, I always thought that was dumb. Yeah, kind of. I think yeah. it was like to draw on it, and you didn't get in trouble because you weren't actually drawing on the book or whatever. That's kind of what they look like mm. around your tire. Yeah, I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> it's either uh, snowing and I'm out, or it's not snowing and I'm here. That's kind of how it breaks down for yeah. me. 
I going to send a send a remote unit home with you? Is that what's going to happen? Uh, that'd be great. We could do a couple of shows from home. Do we got two of them? Do I got to come in too? Why do I got to come no. in? How I don't close? Come in now. Okay, you bought How? a truck. Come on, it's bogus. You screwed you yourself. Trucks aren't yeah. good in the snow. They oh, yeah. slide all over the place. Put some sandbags in. the I back. thought I had How a little close? girl truck. Can one of you get to the other's place? <laughs> no. I'm not leaving that early. That's too early. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already up early enough. That's like an extra 30 minutes No, what I'm saying is I can send the unit home with one of you. If one of you can get to the other's place, you can both do the you show. You want me to go do a show at his house yeah, come at on 6 a.m. or him to come to my house oh. at 6 a.m.? Come on over, man. I'll the show next... goes on. <laughs> Have it we sounds, not learned anything? It sounds like we're playing ESPN radio next week. <laughs> da, 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 da. Or Dirt's going to do a solo show. <laughs> Already looking for ways to get out of it. You, hey, I'm just wow. telling you right now. I'm giving you a heads up. This is this is a notification. Three hour pilot uh, previews when you guys don't show up. Huh? It's, it's you really want to. You really want us to lose literally every listener, don't you? Pilot Nation, baby. Pilot Jesus. Nation, stand up. Two people out there. The tough part with with doing home stuff for morning shows is that you you can't really like. Where do I do it from? You got to not care that you wake people up and that you're loud. Yeah, because that, that would be really tough. I feel like I, the natural instinct would be to try and talk soft, but I don't have, like, an at-home studio. I could go close myself in, like, a guest bedroom, but somebody's going to hear me. I'm a loud talker. I really... There's only one other person in your house that I'm aware of, correct? Yeah. Okay, I just checking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She works long hours. I don't think hours. she wants to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning Actually, hearing me screaming about tire socks. It'd be more I don't like, think that's an ideal way to start her work day. It'd be more like 5.45 because we'd have to connect, we'd talk, we'd Man. test levels. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you'd have to all try it all stuff. out. Yeah. Hey, hello, can you hear me? Hey, anybody there? Imagine this. My kids are dead asleep. <laughs> hey, 602 in the road city. You better play that horn, too. You better play that, that horn. Oh, I, I, I'd <laughs> have awesome. to. Yeah, you got to play the horn. Can't not play the horn. My oldest would think aliens are taking us. <laughs> What's going on? Somebody texted in, I have a Camry. Never use snow tires or chains. Great in the snow. No, they're not. It's not the Camry. It's the driver. Ooh, shots fired. Oh, my wow. Camry wow. slid into a curb. Catching strays. You can't drive in the snow. You can't. You're not going to guilt me into driving. I don't. I don't care what one person says with their Camry as they drove into some, you know, fickle snow. I drove in actual snow with it. It slid into a curb, and my entire front chassis got bent. I had to get it fixed. I'm not doing that again. Don't you guys have a RAV4? Who's taking the RAV4 in the Sprague household? My wife. She works from home. Nobody knew that until you said that out loud. <laughs> I'm not doing solo shows because of the snow. You're not throwing me under the bus here. You right? and Swag can do a pilot show. <laughs> I'll do I'll do an hour and a half on the Winterhawks. He can do an hour and a half on the Pilots. There you go. On. Well, Jesus. let's throw an hour in on the Kraken. We'll we'll even it up. Yeah, there you go. A little hour on hockey too. Yeah. I got our fall book numbers, <laughs> our winter book numbers, and I think you guys would literally lose all of it. Well, this is on you. You don't want to come to work in your Rav Four. You got a perfectly good Rav Four. You're you already care looking for about ways the out of show work. Yeah, that your name's on. <laughs> you would never do a show on hockey in college basketball. No, there's no chance you ever would. It, I don't know if I could cover. I could. There's no chance I could do an hour on hockey. There's no chance you could do an hour on hockey. I just. I. I mean, I could. You but could I could do an hour on hockey, right? I, I would never do that. Never. But you could is is the question. I could do easy, easy an hour on the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I probably could. I have to boil it down to two minutes a week. Dos <laughs> minutos. That's, that's all I'm going to get. And by the way, that's debuting to, uh, tomorrow. 
Oh, we're starting it tomorrow? Basket, uh, yeah. Sprague's Basket Blue Balls. Okay. All Dos right. Minutos. Are we going to put, like, Swag's penalty box in there? Two minutes in the sin bin? He gets to talk about hockey for two minutes, too? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 That's not the same thing. Okay. Not at all. Am I going to get a baseball segment? I, we have baseball stuff. I quite literally pulled an audio clip years yeah, but I ago. Want, I want like a timed. I need like a timed window. Let me let me rant and rave about baseball stuff. Why did it turned into each of you getting your own sport? I want wait, my, wait, 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 I want my own segment too. Give me a segment. Well, man. You're getting jealous. <laughs> I want Webfoot to make my concrete driveway. Yeah. You don't see me begging for those commercials. <laughs> Give me some concrete, damn it. Give me some concrete. All right. Wouldn't that be funny if you just went around and everything somebody else wanted? You were like, yo, I like that too. Give me that. <laughs> I want what that guy's got. Somebody texted in and said, your car is all-wheel drive. It's going to do better than Dirt's truck in the snow. That's not true. <laughs> These are patently false claims. Put some snow, put some gonna, sandbags in the back of your truck, and your truck oh, is I mean, the beast. truck's fine. The truck's fine. I can get around perfectly. I've never had any issue with that. I, do, I am going to put up a poll question, though, on Toyota Camrys. Okay. And driving. Can you drive a Toyota Camry in the snow? Well, I mean, that's an easy yes, you can. Is it... Is it safe to drive a Toyota Camry in the snow? I still think that's a yes. You should say, is it safe? You should, okay. you should add that. Don't say, can you drive? You can drive anything in the snow. It's just a matter of, does it work? Is it safe to drive a Toyota Camry in the snow? Thank you. Okay, that poll question's going on. And we're not talking about like some pity patty little sprinkle snow. Hey, it's a little white out there. It looks frosted. No, it's snow. I'm talking like legit four five six inches of snow have fallen down it's padded onto the road now because that's what i hit a curb those were the conditions in which i was driving and i hit a curb i will say this i think for next week's snow you know i follow the weather forecast very closely it's not going to be like that you, you never know you, you, you know el nino or something right you, you never know el nino but you kind of know no. the six inch snowstorms are few and very far between we haven't had one in quite a bit we have not had one when was the last time we had that kind of snow was it last year i don't remember almost no two, year, two or three years it's ago. been a couple of years since we've had a really good snow well we almost had a white christmas when this did year. we have it on christmas eve we had snow this year on christmas this year it did yeah even then it melted yeah but i mean we night. got like it like snow snowed like you're talking about. There was like four or five inches. Oh, that you know what? That was the year my element got stuck on Germantown Road because it was too icy and snowy. So we had to ban the car and I had to get picked up by somebody in a truck. We said, I go to Ben. I drive to Ben in my Camry in the winter. Every winter. These people are just lying now. They're just texting it all these lies of what they do. Every so all these people do, suddenly have Toyota Camrys now. I think a lot of people most, have it's a very popular car. What do you want from our listeners? A lot of people have Toyota Camrys. How many people how many people texting in right now have a 2007 Toyota Camry? And say no 2022 stuff. You probably have heated tires on your cars now. I have a 2007 Toyota Camry. Heated by, tires would be incredible. I mean, I don't know why we haven't gotten to that Why technology. have we not invented that yet? Driving I mean, over the ice, just melting it as you go? My steering wheel gets hot in my wife's car. You're telling me they can't figure out a way to do that with tires? Sometimes heated seats go a little too far for me. Well, yeah, there's a high there's a high and a low function. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, the the, the hot can get a little uh Oh, it gets it, it, but I kind of like it. I let it I let my oh. back burn. Okay, I don't quite go that far. Yeah, I just sit there and I'm like, it's better than being cold. It's dangerous when you're passing gas on a hot seat, too. As I've said many a time, and you've proven to be wrong at this point, it is much better to be hot than to be cold. Well, in these instances, yes. In any but you're, instance, ma- you're changing the argument no, now. No, we're not. You're I'm not getting back the, into this with you. Because you're wrong. And it's a ri- No, it's ridiculous. No. <laughs> it's not ridiculous. No, I, I know.
A heated seat is your argument. Yeah, who doesn't want a heated seat when it's cold? No, go outside. It's you said it's it's better. It's easier to be cold. You just put more layers on. You said. Did you hang out when it was 115 degrees outside? You just I sit outside. Oh, I you did. Oh, 115. You did, huh? Yeah. yeah, played 18 holes. You probably walked all 18 too. I, huh? Damn right. I probably carried, carried my bag. Your bag yes, too. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're just mad because you can't drive in the snow. I think you're just mad because I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I love to trying to get out of work when you have a drive for at home too, and your wife works from home. That's a hell of an argument. Well, I'm not coming in. I wasn't expecting you to actually remember that. Oh, I know things. <laughs> I know things. I'm I'm plugged in. I know what's going on. Speaking of which, I don't think I know what your wife drives. So now I need to kind of dig in and do some digging. She's got in. a horrible car. Horrible old car. Boy, what is it? Uh, old Honda Civic. Super old Honda Civic. Why has she got a super old Honda? Step it up, my man. You quite literally know that I don't make the big bucks. You're the duck pregame guy. <laughs> quite literally know that that is not the case. You're the you're the Winterhawk podcast guy. You're you the drive a t- 2007 Toyota Camry. <laughs> Why haven't you bought a new car yet? Because I'm super cheap. <laughs> My wife is begging me to go get a new car, and I'm like, nah. And she goes, Why? And I go, Well, I could go get a new car, and I'd feel great, and that'd be cool. I haven't had a new car ever. But my payment would probably be what five fifty, six fifty. My brother in law has two cars, two that like in total are two grand monthly payments. And I'm like, how do you do this? How do you live that life? How do you not get sick to your stomach every month? Like, oh my god, all this money I'm paying for this car. I can't do it. I'm too cheap. Inherently, my DNA says too cheap. I still want to eat my cereal with a fork so I can save the milk, but I don't. Because my kids are bougie. You're already getting killed in the poll question. What do you mean? I'm Early results are coming in, and you're getting hammered. Why are you right texting now? your group chat to you're tell getting, them to go vote against me? You're getting hammered how right now. How dare you sabotage this poll question? How dare you? Should we give you a lesson on how to drive in the snow next week? Should we go around? I, I put like a student know. driver stick around the back of your car. I have no interest. We got a pretty good sized parking lot. We can kind of go slowly <laughs> around the other cars. Yeah, you got to learn how to do the cookies pulling the emergency brake. Yeah, you got to cut pull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. The one time I tried which way to turn when there's ice. It was 2007, 2008. I had a Dodge Intrepid, and I was going. I was on Sandy, and I was I was going on to 205, and I turned. It was snowing, like it was a good snow, and I turned. I was going super slow, and my car still slowly did like a 360, and I was just like ah, <laughs> and then it straightened out, and I went on the freeway, and for like 20 minutes, I'm like. How did that happen? How did I not just die right there? You just got to stay in control. No one to tap the brakes. You don't slam on the brakes. You just tap on them. Tap. Give them a tap, tap, tap. Do you not think about that, though? How much money people pay a month for a car? It's Oh, yeah. It's it, a lot it, of money. It makes me sick to my stomach to think about, like, your payment could be $600 a month. I'm so out on that. No interest in it. I'd rather golf and then save the rest of that money. Drive, driving your 2007 Toyota Camry around your golf. Look, I'm a Northeast Portland kid. I don't want to spend money on a car, and I don't invest my money. I'd much rather just put it under a mattress and say I have money. Well, that's a that's a bit of an issue. Well, that's Northeast Portland. That's, that's what do you a, want? That's this is not, what we do. For you to not do that. This is what that's we not do. not a good idea. We had a drug bust in my high school, and it was uh, somebody I knew's brother that was kind of the ringleader of it. And when they raided his house... They found like $16,000 in his mattress. And I went, that's ah, Park Rose right there. There's Park Rose. In a nutshell, there's Park Rose. That's, why? Well, it does, you don't why? lose it. I mean, it's there. 
I don't even have a response to that. Well, we didn't all grow up in the Cleveland educational system. <laughs> yes. That PIL. That PIL. That PIL. All the schools are falling down and apart. <laughs> They're changing all their names. Yeah, the vaunted PIL education. I'm glad your school has lights for the football field, but I drive by that school sometimes and I'm like, God, it just looks depressing. It needs to be. Like, it's like one city block. I know. They're trying to tear it down, but I don't know are how they? the hell you're going to rebuild it because there's not a lot of room to move over are there. Are they relocating? or No, they're going to, I think, tear it down and rebuild it on the spot. That's what they're doing with all the PIL schools. It's just a tough spot to have a school. There's no parking options. No it's parking, like, yeah. You yo, can park in the neighborhood. Can you park in Burgerville and walk across the street? I don't know. <laughs> there's one There's one parking lot that's very small, and all the kids have to park all over the neighborhood. How often and the neighbors you, hate it. How often did you try to sneak into that strip joint that they tore down years ago? I never tried to go, actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Probably should have. Yeah. But I think most. I think that's not like an 18-plus strip club. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did you ever yeah. try No, to, I didn't. I didn't no. You probably I mean, looked too young, huh? I looked way too young. Yeah. yeah. Not happening. Well, it didn't snow today, so I am here. That's the good news today. Glad you made it in. I'm, I really feel betrayed by all my Camry brethren that you're texting in and answering the poll question against me. I mean, you're getting hammered right now. It, it hurts. You're getting hammered. I, I deserve to get hammered. I'm okay with that. I, just, I was giving you guys a heads up, and now I'm getting pushback. I don't know what, to, I don't know what you want me to do. Okay? I don't know what you want me to do. Uh, we got a good show today. Uh, Chris Wrinkle will join us from Cincinnati. WKRC in Cincinnati. Get his thoughts on the uh, Cincinnati-Kansas City AFC Championship game, how their health is doing, and what he thinks about it. Uh, it is a hump day, so that means we've got a statter story to get to at 8.15. Uh, but I start with a deep, deep fear. No, it is not driving in snow. It actually has something to do with sports. I want to start there with a deep fear next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, well, uh, clearly I'm on the wrong side here. I can admit when that happens. Said, speak for yourself, Sprague. I kept my cash in a Converse shoebox. Hey, shout out the Converse shoebox. I know this is a laughing matter, but please invest your money, people. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of ways that your money can make money for you. And it allows you to, to be more wealthy and retire at an earlier age. <laughs> retire? You think I'm retiring? <laughs> yeah, I do. You are going to retire. 
We work until I'm 85. You're going to be doing, doing sports radio at 85? Yeah, I mean, no did, teeth. did you see that congressman? He was basically like, yeah, we should talk about raising the retirement age for benefits to 70 years old. Ah, shocking. What we should start by doing is putting term limits on congressmen so they can't <laughs> serve in Congress for 87 years. How about you get like a 15-year max and then you move on to do something else with your life? How about that? Deep, deep down. Nobody knows this quite like me, but deep, deep down, Dirt has days where I feel like you could just give him three hours and he'd just go off on a lot of stuff. But he doesn't. The fact that there aren't term limits for senators and congressmen is ridiculous. You don't want Chuck Grassley's all over no, the country? No, I don't want people at the age of 90 serving in the Senate. I do not. <laughs> we have term limits for presidents. Why do we not have term limits for, for other congressmen or, or politicians? Well, don't elect them. I mean, but swag. It's tribal, dude. You understand how stupid we are as a people, right? <laughs> Have you looked at our country? It's an R Incumbents win races 97% of the time. That's our fault. It, it's, it's a blue not on the no. system. There needs to be limits on how long you can no. serve. No. You, you, you want so? an 85-year-old senator to serve in Congress for the six electorate. years? Well, we need to be better as an electorate. Oh, okay. That's easy to do. Well, it's hard. We've when only been trying for 300 years to be better. So I got, How's it working out? It's not a perfect system. It's not a perfect system. It's hard to be better, though, when, they, when they're when they fundamentally stripping away education every year. <laughs> they're making us dumber. How many kids could pass a civics test right None. now? None. I don't think half of the Congress Who's could pass Who's third in line test. to be president of the United States? What percentage of people under the age of 25 can answer that question? Uh, probably not a high percentage. Well, it's the under 25s that are more likely than between 25 and 50. Yeah, it's probably more our generation, I bet. It's probably like us and slightly people older than us. Oh, I disagree with that. You think it's the younger people? I disagree with that, yeah. I think there's a lot of young people that are active. There's always a lot of young people that are active. But I also think a lot of young people don't care at all about civil discourse. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of those people in our generation, too. You're not wrong there, but... I, yeah, I look, I get it. I wish that the electorate was smarter and we didn't keep electing the same people over and over and over again. Besides party, that doesn't really matter. But that's not going to change. I, I would love a rule to be in place. It's very disheartening, though, to get on my Instagram and see people I went to high school with posting about DeMar Hamlin being alive or not being alive. And I'm like, what? That's a thing? People think he's dead? Yeah, I guess that's a trend. Oh, okay. People were saying that he was, it's it's a fake. It's a deep fake. It's a deep fake to Mar Hamlin. Even though he's, post, he's posted many pictures. Why are we, why are we pretending that he's alive? Uh, so that, I'll give you a guess. Something that we, uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, gotcha. The rabbit hole. Gotcha. The rabbit hole's okay. gotten quite a bit of, quite a few people. I mean, I think he quite literally tweeted a picture in front of a DeMar Hamlin mural in Buffalo the other day uh, with, but, the, with the heart yeah, shape. Yeah, but, but they tell you he can't see his face. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's wearing a hood. Okay. And I would respond, he actually has oxygen <laughs> being pumped into his body because, again, he died. Yes, he did. And yeah. they resuscitated Twice. Him. I believe he died twice. They I resuscitated yeah, him twice. I watched uh, Real Sports last night. And they did a Brett Favre piece. By the way, Jesus, what a scumbag, man. We already talked about that, but yeah, that was a horrible, horrible piece. What an absolute. Now, the piece was great, scumbag. but the topic was horrible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know how this dude doesn't go to prison. He he stole, he, and he stole from the poorest people in America. He's trying to claim he did not know where the money was coming from, even though they are saying that they have all the evidence they need to prove that he knew. And he sent multiple text messages they saying, have text. is there any way yes. that the media can find out where this yes. money is coming from? Yes. Hence, he's acknowledging in those messages that he knows it's coming from a controversial source. And Mississippi's uh, uh, poverty the, rate is 20%. It's the poorest con- It's the poorest state in the country. <laughs> Highest rate in the country. Uh, but they did a piece on the a- uh, AEDs, 
you know the thing that brought Hamlin back to life? Oh, I didn't watch the whole episode. I just oh, watched dude. the Far piece and I turned it off. It, I didn't watch the last story, but I watched the second one after Favre, and it was just interesting because you know we watched a dude die on the field and be resuscitated, and then you start hearing about this AED machine. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know much about it. I've seen them before, but I didn't. You know, I'm like everybody else. I see a fire extinguisher. Doesn't mean I'm guaranteed to know how to use that right away easily. Maybe I would. I've never used a fire extinguisher before. Me either. Would I panic? I don't know. But they go over how to use the AED, and there's this, like, expert on it. And he said that only 16 states, only 16, legally make AED machines available for rec and sport activities for schools. (laughs) Why? Because we're stupid. This goes back to the first point. Yeah. We're dumb. Why? And then he has the reporter. He uses like a, a real person. And they show these stories of, of youth athletes. One girl falls during a volleyball game. They had access to an AED machine. Another athlete falls uh, during a basketball practice. And they couldn't find an AED machine. By the time his teammates found it, they took 10 minutes. And they started it. It's too late. Too late you have to yeah. use the AED machine within three minutes of the person suffering the cardiac, uh, you know, thing. And so the volleyball player got it just in time. The basketball player missed the window. He passed away at 15. That's insanity. It's nuts. And uh, basically, he tested the machine. He goes, this is easy to use. People would get intimidated by it. And you he just showed it. strap it to the chest and you press a button, right? It, it's got the two things. Yeah, it's got the two things for the chest. It literally gives you a photo of where to put them on the put chest. Put it here, put it here. And then you, the machine uh, tells you whether or not you need to do a shock. And if, if you do, it, it says shock. And it lights up the shock button and you hit the button and that's it. It's that easy. And I, I'm walking away going, okay, now I need to dig in to see, does my school district have this? Does Portland, does Oregon require this? Like, why would we not universally have this? It only costs $1,000, too, and it lasts for 10 years. So he's basically like, you're paying $100 a year to have a machine that could save any kid's life because, like, 200 kids a year die from this. Yeah, and only you're saying only 16 states require it? He said only 16 states have legislation that require it. There are states that have them. Sure, some but they schools don't require, have yeah. them, but they're not always available for... Well, th- then it becomes a poverty thing where some schools that have the money to afford them if you're not getting funding for them. Some schools will have them in richer, nicer neighborhoods, and I'm sure some schools that can't afford them don't have them. This goes to the other point that Swag just mentioned. This is why people want term limits, because like you're stripping away educational and like funding that we need for community activities. Yeah, that's I mean, the fact that there are that many states that don't require those to be, especially with how many different episodes we've seen recently. I, it just it that doesn't make any sense to me. And I remember when the DeMar Hamlin thing happened the next day talking about it. And it was a very touchy subject. I was kind of a weird show because nobody knew if he was going to be OK or not. And I was blown away at the number of people that texted in saying something similar happening because I didn't know. I remember a kid at Grant many years ago. And I think you knew him. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't know him, know him. But yeah, sure. yeah he was my uh, teammate's cousin. Sure. And he that's when we were in high school or I was in high school. And that was that was a big deal when it happened. Eddie Barnett. Yeah. And, and he passed away on, on the floor. And but you, you don't really follow. 
follow it as closely when you're not playing high school sports, you're not around high school and all that. So I don't see all these headlines. And the number of people that texted in saying, oh, yeah, it happened at this high school and this lacrosse game and this volleyball game and this women's basketball game. Yeah. Like, kids just going down. And for the most part, thankfully, the texts are saying that they ended up being okay. The kid saved his life or whatever. And they used the AED. I just That's insanity that it wouldn't be in every school on every court at every level just in case. There should be one in every gym, on every sporting event field, court. Like They should be everywhere that you possibly need because they're not that expensive and they can save your life. So you want to know something even crazier about it? You're going to make me more depressed, aren't you? I probably am. Do you know that if you have that machine readily available and you uh, use that machine within the three minutes of, of the person uh, collapsing, 90% of the time, it saves it literally revives them to life and and they can get on a road to recovery that's the rate in which that that's machine the rate that works, it works. Yeah. yeah and we're just like eh, i don't know man it's a thousand dollars we need this to go to our blank blake budget somebody said i work for a school district we have one to two in every school ready to go here in oregon that's good to hear that's man. Great to I, hear, I, man. I, I admittedly i watched this piece my wife watched it with me and i was like man i i gotta admit i gotta claim ignorance. I have no idea if Oregon is one of the states and, you know, I don't know how available they are at all these different schools. I I don't even know when the machine was invented, to be honest. I don't know if it was invented back when he fell. I know that was, he played for Grant and they they were playing at Madison that night. I remember that. It was, it was vivid because he almost went to Park Rose because yeah. his cousin went there and I played with him in the summer in pickup games. He was a nice dude, but I didn't really know him, know him, and then I heard we heard about that. It was just nuts. Well, the first use of a external defibrillator was used in 1947. Okay, but so the modern day AED. Yeah. There's been some version of it, then. some That's, version around okay. for a long time, basically. And somebody brings up a good point. Yeah, um, and it's, it, I mean, it sucks that this has to be the outcome because I wouldn't want local <laughs> school districts and governments to want to take care of their citizens and students, and sure. they should take the the onus on this. But somebody said it'd be a good cause for Hamlin's loaded charity now. Oh, that's a good point. Because he had, what, I think he ended up with $10 million in that thing? Yeah, just buy a bunch of them for different... Yeah, any school that needs one or, you know, a gym or whatever that needs one, here, here's an AED for you. Well, I didn't want to talk about that, but I don't know. We kind of just stumbled into it, I guess. I did get a lot of people telling me I I, I suck driving my car on the Twitter line. Yeah, and... that's a country. I mean, people are very proud of their ability to drive in the snow. Yeah, but... Oh, I, I respect Sprague more for, because usually it's the opposite way. There's a lot of people who claim that they're great drivers in the snow that probably yeah. shouldn't be out there. Well, I mean, yeah, we got one t one tweet that did say, you know, to my defense, if he knows he can't drive in the snow, then he probably should stay <laughs> off the road. Yeah. <laughs> to quote the great Dr. Dre, I ain't leaving. I like breathing. <laughs> I do not trust myself on the road with snow. I gotta be honest. No, I would you. say oh, if it does snow and your neighborhood's fairly quaint and quiet, then I would go out and go around the block and, you know, I go have find a, a park. I don't know. Is there like a big church somewhere near you that's got a big no, open parking lot no, or something? It, it, it's, it's just a neighborhood. It's okay. just like, you know, in and out. Uh, I got a lot of big trucks in my neighborhood and sometimes they don't... Um, they don't come across as very patient, so if they got stuck behind me driving out of the neighborhood, I'd, you know, probably get tailed and 
Uh, High beamed. You're not driving fast enough. Move it, move it along, Grandma. 25 out of 25. What are we doing here? Well, I also think like there's different levels of snow. I, I know. Like but that's the key here. Like there are some levels of snow that even I am very uncomfortable driving in. I, Hell, I remember last time, uh, last year there was one after the week after Christmas, and we were doing shows. You were out that week. I damn near got in an accident on my way to work. The truck, I almost slid off, you know, like next to the side of a bridge, like going over the Selwood Bridge. Mm. And there were there was a good amount of snow on the ground that day. Then I got in, and I'm like, why am I doing a show? Nobody's at work. Nobody was working anyways. <laughs> now it's snowing. There's like four people listening. This is stupid. I hate my life. And then it put me in an all existential crisis. But there are like if there's a dusting of snow, 98% of people should be able to drive in that. Well, and Psycho Psycho uh, says, uh, you know, I, I worked in the tire business for 32 years, and us suggesting tires have heaters in them. Is the stupidest thing he's heard. I don't know. Make it work somehow. Come on, figure it out. Yeah, make that technology happen. It's like mustard and ketchup in the same bottle. We can do this. All right. How badass would that be if your tires just melted the snow as you drove? That'd be kind of cool. Uh, a couple more uh, texts here. Somebody said, as an AD in uh, Vancouver, he called it Cancouver. That's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, corrected the text. Vancouver. Uh, all of our buildings have three AEDs and one mobile one that goes out onto our sporting fields in the spring and fall. So that's awesome. I really like to hear that. The, the depressing thing about the basketball kid who passed away they had one but they only had one and it was with like the baseball team uh, down was with the, the road di- yeah 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 they called him. Well, like, you got multiple sporting events going on at the same time all the time at high schools. I, I know. Uh, somebody said Mul- Multnomah County had AED devices in all buildings. Employees are trained on how to use them. That's great. Also, the difference here, I should note, because I'm just remembering this, and then we'll go here to the thing I'm terrified of, and it's not AED machines. Uh, a lot of schools have them. Compared to what the guy was saying on Real Sports, he said they're not made readily available for the the sport activities. They're in schools, but not everybody has access to them during uh, the sport activities. we got to figure that out, man. I mean, yeah, we just need to have a lot of them. Have a lot, Have, yeah. like, three of them in your school. What, so, what are we doing here? Somebody said the Pepsi and Coke have all those vending machines. Charge them to put the AEDs in if they want their vending yeah, machines in go. schools. I, amen to that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like stuff like that. Uh, all right, well, let's move on. The thing that's terrifying me and I... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. think it's going to terrify you. I'll tell you what it is next. Good thoughts on the fan text line today. Off to a roaring start, making fun of my ability to not drive in the snow and the readily available AED machines in local high schools. Uh, I am terrified of something that I'm probably going to do, and I just want to feel out the room to see where we're at on a Wednesday because the clock is ticking. We're getting closer and closer to game time here. I am terrified of laying a bet against Patrick Mahomes. 
Does anybody else have this same problem? I tend to actually never bet against him in most instances. Like, like last weekend's a good example. I didn't really know where to go on that game. I know that was a lot of points. I know they ultimately Jacksonville covered. But it's Patrick Mahomes. And the crazy thing is I feel more confident this week on Cincinnati. And then I see the scenario in my brain where Patrick Mahomes somehow wins this game on one ankle <laughs> and has like a Michael Jordan look on his face. And I'm like, yeah, that was that was dumb. I, I bet against him. He is a two-point home dog, one and a half in some books. Mm-hmm. But I did read a PFF article that basically broke down what he is as a quarterback and his his ability to move, improvise, get out of the pocket. He is such a better player than when he can just stay when he just has to stand there and deliver from the pocket. Yeah. It's part of his charm, it's part of his skill set. And yet here I am on Wednesday and I'm just thinking I like the Bengals, but I feel like a lot of people like the Bengals this weekend and on the other side of that is I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes at home. Yeah, there's there's a growing sense that it feels like Philly and Cincinnati are overwhelming favorites to the to the mass public, and and there's a, there's a part of me that always wants to be a contrarian and go against that because I I feel like the majority of the bets I'm seeing in public in the NFC title game are on Philly, and I, like they're at home. They rolled the Giants last week. They've been the best team in the NFC basically all year. Like they've been dominant. They got they got Jalen Hurts back. They're healthy. They're they're feeling great. And Cincinnati. Just answered any questions, at least last week, that people had about the offensive line issues. When you go into Buffalo and you win the way that you did, you dominate them defensively. They only score 10 points. You shut down, essentially, Josh Allen. And Mahomes is playing on one leg. So it feels like all the the public sentiment is going towards betting on Philly and betting on Cincinnati. So I got it right here. This is via the Action Network, courtesy of Jason Swigard, courtesy of 1080 The Fan. (laughs) Uh, Percentage of the money in Philadelphia, San Francisco. My take right. 91% 91% of the money is on the Eagles. 69% of the bets are on the Eagles. Wow. Conversely, the other way, 72% of the money is on the Bengals. Wow. And 76% of the bets is on the Bengals. That makes me want to take the 49ers. <laughs> it really does. Well, I, I, I am taking, I just, full disclosure here, I'm taking San Francisco. I have no choice here. I have to do it. But, Cincinnati, Kansas City is more of like, I, I don't have a great feel. Because on one side, we talked about Joe Burrow yesterday having it, right? He's Joe Cool. He's Snow Burrow. They're going to Burrowhead. But, like, Patrick Mahomes has been doing this for five straight years, man. Yes, he has. He's won two of these. He's 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 Yeah, he's won two of these, and he's got one of those. And I, I don't know. There's And he's just, even though he's going to be on a bum ankle and they're going to shoot it up with Toradol, He's just a psycho. He's just a high-level psycho. He's one of these dudes. He has the make and the look of a guy that it, it just does this his whole career. And he's like, oh, he's one of the all-time greats. And then we debate where he ranks all-time. He already is that. Well, come on. I mean, he lost to Brady in year three. Okay? There's no chance that Patrick Mahomes can ever be the greatest of all time. Right. But <laughs> you see my point, though. I see your point. And here's what I'll say. I, I, I do think I'm going to end up oh, – look, I got a futures ticket on the 49ers, so maybe it's smart of me to hedge the other way because I'm going to win money on the Niners uh, in multiple ways if they win the game this weekend. But I do like to push sometimes against the conventional wisdom because it does seem like it's an easy answer to the test. Like Philly just dominated the Giants. The Bengals just blew out Buffalo and Buffalo. Mahomes is hurt. Like how do you not gamble on Cincinnati and Philly? The the two things I'll say on the KC-Cincy game, though, one, 
Arrowhead is a very difficult place to go in and win. I know Cincinnati did it last year in the AFC title game, but just because you did it last year doesn't mean you're going to do it again this year. And the other aspects of this for me are, one, Mahomes' ankle is banged up. Yes, it takes away his ability to create and to extend plays and to you know scramble around and do all sorts of crazy things. But he's also an incredible quarterback in the pocket, and I think we need to give their offense some credit, just like we maybe should have done more so for Cincinnati last week. Because last week we said, well, how's Cincinnati going to keep Joe Burrow upright? At least I argued that. They have three of their five starting offensive linemen out. Like, how is Cincinnati going to figure this out? They got rid of the ball incredibly fast. They changed the way their offense looks. And so Cincinnati, or excuse me, Kansas City has the ability to do that. The other aspect of this, and I've seen people bring it up all week, I tend to agree with it, and I'm fascinated to see how it plays out this weekend. I think that the the elements in Buffalo on Sunday were a huge benefit to Cincinnati not having their three starting offensive linemen because you're not able to get the footing and and the aggressive pass rush that you would normally get under clean circumstances because of the snow. They were slipping around. They couldn't get they couldn't get uh, the pass rush that they wanted. And so I think that might be a bigger issue this week for Cincinnati than it was last week. It doesn't look like weather's going to play a factor in this game at all. It's just going to be a little chilly, mid-30s, but it's going to be clear. And if that's the case, I do think Kansas City has, A, a better pass rush than, than Buffalo did. And if there's no snow on the ground, they're going to be able to get after Joe Burrow. And that, that issue that we thought a week and a half ago, like, oh my God, how's Cincinnati going to overcome this? Maybe it rears its ugly head this weekend. Yeah, we'll see, man. I, I just, uh, yesterday I'm going through some stuff and then I'm like, okay. Okay, why am I? I'm terrified. I, I just I ultimately it's a Brady I, thing. Terrified. We did this anytime you get, and I I have I was nervous money. about it this this season in his playoff sure, game. I'm I, like they're yeah. not a good team. There was a Eric Eager. You remember Eric Eager? He I used do? to work for ProFootballFocus.com. He works for a, a a gambling website now. He's analytically driven as an NFL writer. He's a great follow. Yesterday he sends out. Uh, I want to get this right. There was a. Uh, a Pythagorean theorem that they had for the NFL. I hope well I said done, that dude. right. Well, did I say done. that right? I'm going to roll with it. I think you did. I just blacked out what happened. Eric Eager is big on analytics, and he had a thing yesterday. I want to get to this real quick. Uh, give me just one second. Oh, here it is. So this is each team's winning percentage and their actual winning percentage in 2022 using their analytical models. So there is a line that goes uh, diagonally. And that line in one side is uh, they were a better team than even their record indicates based Mm. on their numbers. And then on the other side of that line, they were a worse team than their their record indicates. Maybe got a little lucky, yeah. Yeah, there was some breaks that happened for them. You know who's behind the line that were worse than their record indicated? Of the four teams this weekend? Yeah, there's two of them. Really? I was surprised by this, and then I kind of thought about it, and I went, yeah, that game. Uh, Yeah, that game. Uh, you go through the schedule and you kind of get reminded of some of these games. But these are really good for These four teams They're are really great, good. Yeah. And obviously they shake out in different ways. Their records, Kansas City and Philly have the same record. Like, those, those are amazing seasons for those teams. I don't know if I could guess it. It's Kansas City and Philly. Really? They are worse than their record indicates based on all of these analytical models. Interesting. You know who's better? I mean, I'm guessing it's the 49ers and the Bengals? The Bengals are right on the line. They're exactly where they should be. The Niners are actually better 
according to their statistical model than their record indicates. I mean, I can see that. They got off to a really slow start. I mean, hell, some of these teams, you know, Cincinnati got off to a rough start too. But San Francisco was slow out of the gate. Now they've won, what, 11 in a row, 12 in a row, whatever it is at this point. All of them are playing great. That's the other crazy thing. I saw a number, you know, in the last however many weeks, these four teams are combined like 35-2. and two. The 49ers have won like 11 in a row. Cincinnati's won like 10 in a row. I think Kansas City's only loss in that bunch was maybe to Cincinnati. Philly had a couple losses late in the season, but other than that, they've been a juggernaut all season. So everybody's playing really well going into this weekend. Uh, the worst team in the NFL compared to what the record was? I bet you could guess it. It's the Minnesota Vikings. It's yeah. the Minnesota Vikings. The Giants are probably another candidate in that too. The Giants and the Chargers and the Bucks. Chargers are a good one, yeah. Were three or and the Dolphins were slightly below the line. Were yeah. three, four other teams that were worse than their record indicated. There's a lot of those games for those the Giants, the Vikings, the Chargers, the Dolphins that you look at and you're like, man, they easily could have lost that game, that game, that game. I mean, you just go through their schedule and it I mean, sometimes it breaks your way. That's the NFL. Yeah, and matchups matter. Buffalo is right by San Francisco in the yeah. they're actually better than their record indicates. They just they just kind of fell apart. They didn't have it going offensively and Cincinnati's a damn good football team. That's Ran into a buzzsaw. Sometimes that's the way it, uh, it breaks out. Uh, I want to get to some more in the NFL coming up. We'll talk a little NBA trade deadline rumor mill stuff coming up. And don't forget, we're making a stop in Cincinnati to get a preview for the Bengals and the Chiefs. Dirt and Sprague back with more, 645 on 1080. I, uh, I keep seeing a uh, loop of that Fred Warner on C.D. Lamb play. <laughs> like... The idea of an NFL linebacker doing that with an NFL wide receiver. It's insanity. There was another one in that game that that went on loop a ton. It was the Parsons. Was it McGlinchey that he just tossed oh with one God, arm? Oh, my God, with one arm. Just, like, just picked <laughs> him up and shoved him to the ground. And get out of the camera angle. All right, see you later. You know what's funny? Mike McGlinchey was a high draft pick by the Niners a few years back. Yes, and, he was. And he's been okay. He hasn't been amazing. He's been good in some spots. He's been somewhat inconsistent, but he's been okay. You watch the highlight of, of Michael Parsons' bull rush, Mike McGlinchey, pick him up with one arm, throw him to the ground, and still get to the quarterback. You know what's funny about that play? You go, wow, a guy is that much stronger than a 300-pound man. <laughs> see him on the other side, and then see what he does with Trent Williams. Yeah, He doesn't do anything. Trent Williams locked him up for the, the jo- oh. majority of that game. All the pressure that happened was coming from the interior for Dallas, yep. and Trent Williams was unbelievable in that football game. I love how much we talk about football and don't focus on offensive lines and defensive lines. It's it's pretty it cracks me up. You know, I wrote about this for the show today. I, I was going through it. I'm just like, I I get it. I, I fall for the sexiness of that position, quarterback position, as much as anybody. We talk a lot about it. I did a, a segment yesterday about Burrow having it. You know, we don't do enough about, we don't talk enough about the non-quarterbacks. Even the wide receivers get attention, the running backs, the the tight ends, Kelsey and Kittle. We don't talk about Fred Warner. The most nondescript linebacker name in NFL history is the best linebacker in the NFL right now, Fred Warner. Dude is unbelievable. That guy, I I say this about the NBA to people. People are always like, well, Dame's so small. I'm like, you haven't stood next to Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is 215 pounds. He's a well-built dude. Of solid muscle. <laughs> yeah. And he's got, you know, reaction time faster than you can imagine. Not the tallest guy in the world, but that dude's built like a brick house. Me and my dad, when we went to the Seahawks game, when the Niners were here for Thursday Night Football, 
we were sitting right above the Niner tunnel. I didn't know where we were sitting, and that's where our tickets were. We went down before the game. Dude, Fred Warner, I cannot believe somebody has to get hit by that man. <laughs> I kept just, I, I could not stop staring at him and going, oh my God, you're taller and bigger than I ever imagined you would be. It's like, just in pain looking at him, imagining what that hit over the middle is like. like yeah. that, this is the argument I've tried to make this week, and I, I, it might be met by some as like an anti-Burrow take, which is not. Burrow's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But since, like the fact that he gets 98% of the attention and credit out of a win like that in Buffalo, I do like to push back on that from time to time. Well, but Mahomes should be getting the same stuff. There are studs on defense for Kansas City. Kansas City's City. the same way. Man. I mean, they had to win that game with Mahomes playing on one leg where he can't move. They had how many touchdown drives in the second half? One touchdown drive? I think they finally scored when they cut it to 20-17. to 17. They went on that long drive and scored to make it 27-17. Like, that was it. Their defense was amazing. Like, Cincinnati's defense went into Buffalo and held Josh Allen to 10 points. 10 a season 10 low. points yeah. to that offense. Nobody could stop that offense all year. No. And they held him to 10 points. They ran the ball on Buffalo for 172 yards as a team, averaging over five yards a carry. They dominated them at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they did. And so like, Joe Burrow is incredible, and he made some unbelievable throws, and he's so smart, and he knows where to go with the football. But it's just a, it's a simple reminder, and Mahomes gave us this reminder, I think, early in his career because his start was year one, MVP, 50 touchdowns, losing the AFC title game, probably should have won, but D Ford lined up offsides. Year two, they go, they win the Super Bowl. I guess as good a start as you can get. Year three, they go back to the AFC title game, they win again, they go to the Super Bowl. What happened to him when he went to that Super Bowl? His entire offensive line got hurt. They had nobody left, and they had to go against a great defense in Tampa. And Mahomes is is a magician. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of this league. He couldn't do s against no. that Tampa defense. He was running for his life the entire game, and it just it was just a simple reminder. I think early in his career of like, oh, that's right. Even all the credit and all the attention and all the praise that we give him, you take away two or three of his starting offensive linemen, he's not going to quite look the same. And that I think is still what it was amazing about Cincinnati last week. But even with backup offensive linemen to dominate the line of scrimmage like that, to just manhandle the team physically, that's not easy to do in the NFL. Well, and that's the thing about this weekend's AFC game between Kansas City and Cincinnati is like, is Hendrickson and Hubbard going to get to Mahomes? Who's going to, I mean, I don't care what they say. I mentally, I'm already, I'm expecting him to be a statue. I mean, the guy, he's going to play, but he's not going to be able to move. No, My ankle no. sprains are brutal injuries. They are the worst ankle sprain to get. They can go from three to six weeks recovery. Some people who aren't pro athletes take longer than that on that injury. Now, Oregon doesn't talk anything about injuries, but my money was on Bo Nix having a high ankle sprain. And I, I would he tend to He could not that. move yes. in those games that he played. I, I tend to agree with that. And that's, I, I think we may have even said that on the air. It was just like, it feels like it's a high ankle thing. I, I just imagine he's not moving. So are Hubbard and Hendrickson and DJ Reader, are they going to get to him? How often is is Coach Lou on the defense going to blitz Mike Hilton again, yeah. who had a fantastic game against Josh Allen? On the other side, we talk about the the Cincinnati offensive line. How did they do that against Buffalo? Well, this is this is a sneaky underrated thing just for me as a, as a gambler and a, an NFL fan. Part of the reason I was willing to roll with Cincinnati Moneyline bet when it actually came to kick, I just kind of said, I don't feel like Buffalo's pass rush has been good since they lost Vaughn Miller. It has not. And the snow thing I didn't think about. It was just like, can you fill in the gaps with your injury injuries and be okay enough for Burrow? And I just, I just personally as a sports fan said, yeah, I think you can. This weekend, 
they're going against maybe the best defensive tackle in football now. No offense to Aaron Donald. He had a down year. He was hurt. He didn't play all year. This season, Chris Jones yeah. was a mammoth in the middle of that line. How much damage is he going to do against Cincinnati having these fill-ins? Yeah, that's a good point. The other thing, too, I think you're probably worried about if your Buffalo was the footing in the conditions, and so maybe you played a little further off than you normally would have wanted to with an inferior they, offensive line. They didn't want to get – it felt like they, they didn't, didn't want to get beat. They didn't want to get beat deep. Yeah. They didn't want Higgins and Chase and Boyd to beat them on the deep route. And I mean, Burrow saw that and read it easily. It's why Hayden Hurst had a big day. It's what Kyle Shanahan is doing with Brock Purdy. If you look at the next-gen stats of Brock Purdy right now, Dirt, and they show you the chart of where his passes are going, they're all in the middle of the field because Kyle Shannon has realized more people are afraid of the deep threat and you just have more room to play with and you have more opportunities for yak. So you get these crossers that go across, boom, six-yard Debo route tackle. turns into yeah. a 14-yard gain, 49er first down. George Kittle, eight-yard over-the-middle route. Turns into a 22-yard gain. It's it's what they've been doing. It's why San Francisco has flourished. I think Philadelphia is probably going to have some kind of wrinkle where they're kind of crowd in the middle of the field and they're they're begging Brock Purdy they take it away yeah. to do what the Chargers did to Tua. Beat us on the out route, please. Yeah, yeah throw the ball to the to the outside of the field, outside of the numbers. I, if I'm Kansas City against Cincinnati too, I mean I'm I'm coming out aggressive. I'm I'm jamming your guys on the outside. I'm blitzing you like crazy, and I'm testing that offensive line as much as I can. You have to. If yeah. I get beat deep early, I get beat deep early, and then I can adjust if I need to. But it felt like Buffalo just simply allowed them to have easy pitch and catch and get into a rhythm. And then on top of that, they left a lot of guys uncovered. It was a really bad defensive game for them. But when you allow a quarterback to get into an early rhythm and kind of find his timing like they did on that opening drive and run the football the way that they did. I mean, you're you're not providing any resistance. So I'm blitzing them like crazy. I'm testing that offensive line, and I'm saying we're not going to allow you three or four seconds and just throw a quick slant. I'm taking that quick slant away. So if you want to take your deep shots, that's fine, but I trust my defensive line can get home before you can deliver that deep ball. Just pay, I, I'm, most of you do this already, but for those out there, like, just watch some of these non-quarterback guys, especially on defense. You just... Cornerback, to me, is the second hardest position in the sport. I really believe that. I, I, I'm probably wrong for some people. I really believe it's the second hardest position in that sport. You're on an island. You're limited with what you can do. Like Trent McDuffie, great story in Kansas City. The rookie out of UW. We interviewed him at Pac-12 Media Day. He's been a lightning rod for them in their past coverage. It's, it's little things like that that, yeah, the quarterback is going to get all the headlines but watching some of these dudes and the way that they play football, like how do you not watch Dallas and San Francisco last weekend? And despite the offensive struggles on both sides, how do you not just get glued to watching Parsons and Lawrence and Vander Esch and Warner and Greenlaw and Hufunga? Like how do you not pay attention to what they're doing? It's obvious. It jumps out on the screen. These dudes are bigger and stronger. It's 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 one of the first seasons we have, I feel like, in a while, where we truly have the four best teams in football. Yeah. Like there's it, no it, doubt in the NFC for my mind. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo would have been the only other team in the AFC that you're like, ah, but then Cincinnati went in and whooped them, so you can't really disprove that. And and you also wouldn't have been shocked preseason if I were like, Cincinnati's get back there. You'd be like, no. well, I don't believe it, or maybe you don't buy it, but you're not shocked by that. No, they were in the Super Bowl last year. So I just I, I think it's an exciting part of the matchup. Uh, I'll talk about one more team coming up here at the top of the hour. We'll get into the NBA trade deadline. We'll head to Cincinnati for the ticker. We got Statter Story, Dirt and Spring. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.